UFC heavyweight Maurice Green. Appreciate the time, man. Uh, how's life right now with uh, all this stuff going on, man? It's not even just in the fight world. It's just worldwide. Well, I mean, Corona's been good to your boy. Um, <laughs> it's kind of been <laughs> Corona, not good to me, but, you know, just the quarantine and, you know, um, I got so caught up in fighting and, and you know, winning and, you know, that I, I lost love for the game, you know, in the process. So um, I'm building that back. And, you know, uh, and that's not just inside. It's outside the cage, too. You know, you get so in touch with training and trying to be the best that you just lose touch with some other things that, that are important. So just getting back to, you know, we got to do school with my, with my son. You know, I do a little bit with him. I'm not going to act like I do a lot. Mom is a saint. She does all of it for the most part. I do gym class. Really okay. good gym teacher. Yeah, really good gym teacher. Uh, you know, maybe we'll go over a couple reading assignments. You know, I'm learning, okay? She worked in a school. She did this. This is what she does, okay? Um, but, yeah, man, just trying to find creative ways to – to get the kids out, which again, you know, I, I got a couple, but she got a lot. She dealt with kids. She got a lot. Laser, we got laser tag actually. They bought me laser tag. So last night we ran around the gym when it was closed and we played laser tag, me and Jack. So, um, you know, just, you don't get to spend time like this with your kids. You got work, they got school, you know, so you got to value this time. I'm never going to get these days back. My son's eight, my daughter's four, you know. Next thing I know, they're going to be like, Dad, can I use your keys? Oh, hey, wait. Take the other busted car back there. So, yeah, man, it's been good to me. And now I'm at Jackson Wink. You know, we had a, we made a change, um, changing camps, you know. Uh, I thank Factory X for everything, you know, but it just it just didn't work out for me. So, um, you know, I'm at Jackson Wink, and I'm not going to lie to you, the, the stable of heavyweights we got here, the uh, world-class coaching um, man, I just don't know. I just don't know how, how, you know, I don't become a world champ. You just got to commit now. It's now it's time to jump two feet in this, you know, this fight's just, a sh I came here on a whim, just on a whim. I always thought I was going to be here for a week or two and I'm staying pretty much all the way up until I drive back to Minnesota, um, to fight. Wow. On a whim. That's uh, incredible. Usually people have these long relationships or connections to certain gyms but you just got in your car and decided to drive down there what do you have connections down there um well what happened not on a whim i didn't go out by myself so um i was uh for a while back i was trying to uh, fight juan adams when i was trying to really get into the ufc because you know he's the next big thing at the time he's in legacy he's a big individual i didn't realize how large he was until i trained with him here um and I'm kind of happy. I don't know if I was ready for all that. That's a, that's a lot of dude. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, we went back and forth and you realized that it was just me trying to sell a fight and get a fight and it wasn't disrespectful. So we ended up becoming friends from that. I reached out to him. He talked to Coach Wink and uh, he said, yeah, Mr. Green, come on out. You're welcome. Um, so, you know, I talked to Coach Wink prior to going to Factory X, but my manager and my coach, you know, I thought it'd be better if I tried out Factory X, and I went there, I tried it. Um, you know, it didn't work out on, on both sides, kind of. You know, no ill will. They're a great team. They got phenomenal coaches, world-class coaches. Um, their team is, you know, they're 
they're they're different. They're a different breed of team over there. Uh, I just kind of didn't fit in with that style. So Greg Jackson, John Winkle, John, uh, Mike Winkle, John. Now, these guys <laughs> are like, yeah, it, yeah. His name gets somewhat confusing to me sometimes, okay. but uh, uh, but uh, he they're like you know Jordan and Pippen of uh the the coaching world basically. You know what has changed for you dealing with them on a day to day basis? Uh, personally, for me, you know it's. Um, and they, they really took me in and it wasn't just like a take me in. Like, it's like, like we're and right now we got the eye focus on getting the W against Volante. Um, and then it's time to go to work after that. It's time to like, you know, get me where they want me to be. And I'm all, I'm all theirs. You know, I'm all theirs. Uh, you know, things have already changed from the two weeks I've been here, you know? There's not a lack of heavyweights. There's not a lack of big bodies. Um, it, it's it's where I need to be. It's where I need to be. And everybody's going to see in due time, this heavyweight team is going to do great things. There's not too many heavyweight teams anywhere. You got a couple of heavyweights. I'm talking about we got a stable of stallions ready to run a Kentucky Derby tomorrow. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. With- we are heavyweight. Okay. <laughs> With the with the heavyweight practice, you got the big team. Um, what do you see different about your approach to entering a practice compared to like a, a another team where you just got everybody in one big group, but this time you're just focused on your weight class? Nothing. Um, you know, with everybody, you work something different. I don't know how other people work, but, you know, I make goals with everybody. So if I'm going with smaller smaller people, for me, it's to keep them off me with a jab or something, right? So you got different approaches. It's not just, oh, I'm going to go out there and spar them like they spar me. No, you can't do that. You want people to come back. You want to get more bodies that want to work with you. If you have a lack of bodies, you got to find a good way to work with other people or nobody's going to want to, nobody's going to want to, uh, you know, move around with you. You know, I, I'm a lot bigger than a lot of the guys and they just think that, you know, uh, heavyweights don't got control. You know, I got control. I just let them set the tone, you know. And then you get some of your smaller guys who want to bang. And uh, you do a little bit. But um, to find, like, here, to find a group of heavyweights with control, it's unheard of. I mean, everybody's really good here. You know, we all have our moments. I have them. You know, you hit somebody clean, damn, it's a little harder than you wanted to, but that was a clean shot. You got to respect that. Um, and it's good to get hit hard sometime. Uh, but... You know, heavyweights that have control and know how fast we're going, what speed we're going, that's a blessing to have, man, and we got it here. That's how we keep each other strong for long. Your upcoming opponent, Volante, he's uh, a guy that fought at light heavyweight, moving up to heavyweight. Were you somewhat confused when they offered you him, or was it just uh, you've, you've seen his name, you know, being tossed around as heavy, as a heavyweight? Didn't even look at him as a contender, actually. Um I didn't know that he was moving up. I didn't, you know, um, they just gave me the name. And I, I said, yes. You know, they gave me Rothwell last time. I said, yes, I signed the contract. But because of the corona, it got delayed. Because Volante, I guess, was hurt or had to pull out or whatever. So when they called me back again for Rothwell, we talking two weeks. I'm like, I ain't fighting. I don't Ben Rothwell on less than two weeks. He'd been training, you know. I had, what, five weeks plus? For Volante, or five weeks, I think, when I when I initially got offered the fight. Had about five weeks, you know? And I've been here, when it's done, I've been here three of those five weeks. 
you know, and I already started working out before that. So um, nothing really changes, man. Um, it's just sometimes harder work than you're used to. But my body's getting used to it, though. Is is there some kind of connection with you and Volante? I saw some post on Instagram saying something about your brother played football with him yeah, in college. My, or something. Uh, yeah, my brother Edward Green played uh, played at Hofstra University for he was a, I think a four year starter at D tackle, and I think Volante played linebacker actually. Yeah, so that, that's kind of funny. I told my brother and said, Ed, it's me or him. Whose side are you on? <laughs> Choose your answer wisely. You know, he got two he got two kids now, so he's not the same. You know, yeah. he got a little softness in him. We all do, but I learned how to turn that softness off and turn the zero to one hundred on. He hadn't learned how to do that yet anymore. So I don't know if he you know, he's two and oh, he knocked me out twice. We used to do backyard boxing out uh after school. My brother dropped me twice, so he always tell me he says more. Maurice, I ain't about to fight you. You're a trained fighter. He goes, "You're I'm 2-0. I got nothing to prove. <laughs> yeah, you're my big brother. So, yeah, yeah man, it's just, it's, it's a small world. You know, it's just it is, a small world. It is. That's that perfect example of the six degrees of separation right there, you know? It's just somehow ended up together like that. Where I, I didn't even, I'm not going to lie to you, I don't. I mean, I crochet, and I didn't bring any of that stuff out here. I wish I would have, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew I was going to be busy. And I'm trying to get get my stuff up, get all my shit with my crochet, and get my my um, you know my merchandise and stuff like that up. I got some cool I used to do a little fashion design, so I got some cool ideas for shit I want to do. So I really haven't been paying. I've been watching the fights recently, and I, I don't miss the heavyweight fights, but I haven't really been paying, like, MMA news a lot, you know. You know, you got to stay detached to come back. I can't. If I did it all day, every day, and watch fights all night, every You can say it, I won't be a world champion all you want, but whatever. Is it draining sometimes? Like, there is there like is that lifestyle draining of, like, trying to focus on what's going on with the, the next guy? No, I just focus on, I mean, yeah, man, I got to. I'm 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 a different breed for the heavyweight division. So, um, I've always thought, you know, I think the guys in the UFC like me. It seems like they do. If they don't, they're doing a really damn good job of making motherfuckers feel like they really like me. Um, <laughs> because you know, they, the UFC's been good to me, bro. I just feel like they got this mountain of money. They want to say, "Hey, Maurice, we want to give you all this money," okay? We want to. We like you. You're personable. You're entertaining. And, you you know, we see the progression. But, hey, you got to win, okay? All you got to do is win. And we'll slide all this over to you. I feel like I'm right there. I feel like there's other heavyweights that just are not. Um, but that's neither here nor there. That's their business, not mine. So I just feel like, man, if I focus on me and, you know, I, and I continue doing what I'm doing right now, dedicating you know, 100% into what I'm doing. I, I just, it, I don't know how I, you know, there's always that variable, right? That's why I love this game. Anything can happen, right? But me running at 100, shit, me running at 93, you know, we steamrolling these motherfuckers. I mean, and I'm not saying I'm running through them. What I'm saying is 
you're gonna get a complete performance from the crochet boss. I'm steamrolling these motherfuckers. I don't know. And that's just how I feel. And it's not being that's not me being cocky, that's me just being confident in my ability. Um, you know, I know am I gonna run into tough opponents and tough fights? Yeah. That's gonna happen. I guess I'll figure out how I react. Hopefully, what I have feel in my brain, my brain, my body feels the same way too. We can't control that until you're in that, in that situation. I've been in that situation maybe once against Juan Espino. I was able to kind of recover, which you know most guys would have got the fight stopped once he had me on the ground off the fighter. But you know, I, I found a way, right? So, man, I just I love this. I love this. It's a lot of fun for me. You know, it's a lot of it's exciting. It's fucking exciting, man. It's the most freest. It's the freest time of my life. It puts you in a cage. You know, there's only one or two ways you're coming out: a winner or a loser. And you got to decide which one you want to be. You know, and I'm winning. Right? You know, I'm winning. I'm sick of losing. I lost the last fight because I made mental errors because I was having too much fun. That shit ain't gonna happen again. Well, when when we go back to uh, Volante, you know, what I mean, like. When you see him, he's he's a lot of people try to categorize him as a, a brawler. Would you do would you do the same? Um me wrestling at Hofstra, I know that. You know, he could revert back to his wrestling a little more. Um if he likes a brawl, you know, we got something for that. We got some listen, we got something for a little bit of everything. You know, all 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 I need to worry about and all he need to worry about is that we show up on fight night and we're ready to put on a show. I mean, I mean, it could be a show in one minute. It could be a show in two minutes. It could be 15 minutes. It doesn't matter. I'll be prepared for 20, 25 if I needed to. So just imagine how 15 going to look. When you visualize the fight, like, what do you see? I see me trying these new tools and trips, uh, tricks and tips and the shit that I'm learning right now. Uh, and just being curious about kind of like playing with them. It's like getting a whole new toolkit and being able to go in your garage and see how they work. That's what I'm about to do, June 27th. You know, I had one toolbox, right? So I took the tools out from that toolbox that I liked. Hmm. I threw that bitch in the garbage, right? Now I got here, they presented me with a toolbox that they're still adding shit to. And right now I'm just pulling the shit out. Okay, that okay. I don't know about that. We'll put him on hold, you know, and that's I'm gonna go, that's how I think about. You know, build my, building my, uh, my tools, man. Just, just being, figuring out a way to do a little bit of everything, very well. You know, so I think it's important to be well-rounded. Very important. I mean, you can win a lot of fights being one-dimensional, but I mean, a well-rounded fighter is, is like, like an Anderson Silva. You know, that was one of my favorites. You know, one of my favorites growing up with Anderson Silva. You know, I remember when uh, he used to watch a lot of John Jones. I know I'm here at Jackson's, but I used to watch a lot of John Jones, too. I've always felt like I have a similar body type in the heavyweight division, right? So it's like, why not learn? And then, you know, this was way back when, when he was, like, new, when he looked like, a, you know, when he was, like, a kid. Um, and now just seeing him. You know, seeing how he's changed. I mean, these coaches did it. I mean, that's not for lack of his effort outside of the gym. We all do do a lot of reps if you want to be the best. Um, and I don't always do my reps, people. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Uh, but when I'm in camp, I do, okay? When I'm in a camp, I do. I get that shit done. 
But outside, it should be a little, uh, you know, I like to eat. I like to eat a lot. Um, but I forgot what I was saying. But yeah. Have you got to work what, with John Jones while you've been down no, there? No, not yet. No, not yet. Um, he's not. He, he's. I don't know. If, I don't know what's what his situation really is. You know. Um, but in due time, I, I mean, we're definitely gonna work together. I mean, um, I think he can beat me up, and maybe, and I'm sure, in, in that way, you know, it should help me. So, hey, I take ass whooping humbly. I took one yesterday in sparring. Had a terrible sparring day. Terrible, just shitty. Hey, but gay, but guess what? You can't. Um, you can't expect to have the, your your best sparring days every week, right? Like if you can't go somewhere and can't get your ass whooped, then you ain't supposed to be there. Mm. So I'll take an ass whooping every day in the gym so it doesn't happen in the cage. It seems like uh, John is busy out there in the streets trying to rebuild the community and help out some in some way. And I seen you out there too. You out there too doing your thing. Uh, uh, how how has it been? You know, being in a new camp. And then also being immersed in the community and having your family with you together. You know what I mean? It must be a, a great comfort level for you. Um, I mean, at first, you know, I <clears throat> it was hard for me to kind of kind of get invested into what was going on. Because, you know, I, I got a lot of personal stuff going on. And, um, you know, I got a lot of, you know, I didn't grow up with much. And uh, I need to grow. I need to have an abundance this, you know, and that's just how it is for me. So uh, I think it was when I had to kind of like show my son, he's, you know, he's interracial. If you look at him, he looks like a white boy with long blonde hair. Uh, I had to show him the video and let him know what was going on that happened in Minneapolis. And, you know, this is why it happened. And this is what it was. And listen to the video. I was like, oh, my God, that man was pleading for his life. Like, fuck, you know, fuck. And, um, then they started having their, you know, their uh, protests here that night. I thought we I thought they weren't going to have one. See, they caught me off guard. I got out of Minnesota before all happened. Um, and I'm not close to the cities anyway, so I don't know if it would ever affect me. But we were right down. We were a couple blocks away from where they were marching at, you know. So I was a little nervous, like, damn, this is bogus. My son's scared as shit. You know, I saw the fear in his eyes. I was like, damn. So that was the first night. Then the second night is when, you know, John had asked a couple of us. Juan Adams came out. The night it was raining, Juan Adams came out. There was a lot of us out there, a lot of us uh, from the gym. Um, and it was kind of humbling, you know. It was very humbling to to feel like, hey, you know, I understand why they're, why they're walking. I get all that. But, you know, you got to remember, you're destroying minority-owned businesses in the process. doesn't matter. You know, so I guess I saw another video yesterday, but it's like I said, I don't want to get invested in this stuff because, you know, these these are rabbit hole topics right here. Um, but it was, it was very humbling to go out and, and do it, and I, hopefully when I move back here, because that's, that's the plan now, um, hopefully when we move back here, um, I can be more of a part of it, you know, and, um, you know, maybe it's going to take me down a path. Maybe I didn't expect going down, but that's how success works. Right. So, um, yeah, it's very humbling, man. It's very humbling. 
Um, very humbling. It's a good thing with John Burrow, man. June twenty seventh, man. You're uh, you're gonna fight, so you're getting ready for that, and it puts a big smile on your face. You know, you got your fist up there, and uh, you're ready to go, man. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited for this fight. It's it's gonna be uh, an exciting one, and and hopefully uh, you get that win and and uh, continue your career no, with uh. No, hopefully. I don't know how it's going to happen, but ain't no hopefully, though. We know we're going to get the win. It's just how. That's the question mark is the how. And that depends, and that depends on what Volante shows up. Because I already told you what Maurice is showing up. So that's not me talking shit. That's just me fully confident in my training, how everything's going for me right now. And I'm sure he's training, too. Bet. You know, but I don't know. I'm not going to spend my time worrying about which Volante shows up. I just am assuming I'm going to see the best.